Welcome to Behind the Sash. I'm Elise Hudson, the 2017 and 2015 Newcastle Regional Showgirl. The Showgirl competition is the premier leadership program for young women. It is the search for ambassadors for rural and regional New South Wales, recognising contributions made by these women within their communities. In each episode, I will talk to a showgirl to share her story and experiences as part of the competition. This week, I'm being joined by Elizabeth Munn, who is the 2017 Leeton Showgirl. Hi Liz, welcome to Behind the Sash. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you for having me, Liz. I'd like to take you back to the beginning. Tell us a little bit about growing up in Moree. Yeah, so I grew up in Moree all my life. I went to school there and got my first job job there, I should say. I absolutely love Moree. A lot of people call it God's country, but <laughs> I won't take that to be biased. But yeah, I really did like Moree. It was a good, it was a medium-sized regional town and yeah, I had good class sizes and a lot of good friends and it was a really good area to live in. You have said that your grandfather inspired you to have a love of the land. How so? Just, he was so passionate about the land and just improving his own farm. He was one of the first farmers in the region to put something as simple as contour banks in his undulating um, fields. And that's a, it seems small, but back then it was, a lot of people weren't ready to take small risks like that and try and improve things. And it was just everything, going out to the farm with him, going to feed the sheep. And one day when I was uh, about seven or eight years old, I just remember it so clearly. There was a lamb lost, lost its mother and Pop ran after it in his old age and caught it and we took it back and, and hand fed it back at home. And it was just, yeah, I really, I really liked agriculture from my from my grandfather because he loved it so much. And what's your family's involvement with the Moree show? So for the last I think my parents have been involved for about about six to eight years, so about that seven year mark. They've been involved um, pretty heavily actually. <laughs> my dad's been the president for almost every year that he's he's been there. And my mum the secretary um, as long as she's been there. And while I was there, when I was living back at Moree, and even when I was studying at uni at Armadale, um, I was still the assistant secretary, and my my younger sister was the publicity officer. So we were pretty heavily involved for a fair few years. And even though I currently live eight and a half hours away, I'm still involved in the Moree Show Society, and I still go back there and I help mum and dad during the show and all the committees. So, yeah. And your showgirl journey actually started out at Moree, didn't it? Why did you enter the 2012 Moree Showgirl competition? So back then, I wasn't very confident. Um, I was pretty quiet, and my mum and dad pushed me to go into it, and I said, look, don't go into it and see it as a competition. Go into it and see it as trying to help yourself improve your confidence and just see what you can get out of it. And I did. I was pretty young when I did it. Um, I actually did it two years in a row. I did it when I was 17 and then again when I was 18. And I was pretty young, but, yeah, I didn't see it as a competition. I gained some good friends doing it, and it allowed me to see another aspect of the show as well, and it allowed me to get more involved in the in the show and what it was all about. And, um, yeah, and I did gain confidence, and it, it pretty much all started from there, really. So, 
You then went to the University of New England and you studied a Bachelor of Environmental Science and a graduate certificate in agriculture, which you majored in agricultural consulting. It was during the last two university summer breaks that you discovered your profession. Explain to us that. So I studied environmental science. Um, being in year 12, I didn't really know what I wanted to study. Um, I was passionate about a lot of different things and I chose environmental science because it gave me access to do either agriculture, if I really wanted to go down that path, or I could go down environmental ecology studies, or even into mining with like, geology. So it, it sort of gave me, because it had a lot of elective subjects, it gave me a bit of, a bit of leeway to find myself and exactly what I wanted to do. So in my first year, I studied the same subjects as all the other ag students. And in my first summer holidays, I actually worked as a cotton bug checker in Maury with their private agronomist and obviously I'm very influenced by people who are passionate about something because the agronomist that I work for there was extremely passionate and knowledgeable and just wanted to teach us everything and I fell in love with cotton. It was probably the worst job I was doing with cotton. <laughs> very laborious but yeah I really enjoyed the cotton industry and as soon as I finished I just said yep I'm going to be an agronomist. So that's what I aimed for, and that's what I got. So what took you to Leeton then? So I first landed a job out of uni uh, working at the DPI, the Department of Primary Industries down at Yenko, which is literally right next to Leeton. I worked on a cotton insect management project, and I was still on the lookout for agronomy-based roles, and I just happened to drop my resume in at Jennifer Simpson's here in Leeton, and... Yeah, a couple of days later, I was hired. So, <laughs> describe Leeton for us. So it's probably about the same size as Moree, actually, um, around about that seven to eight thousand people. It's I really like Leeton. It's known as Australia's food bowl, really, the region, the Riverina, and I'm surrounded by such a variety of agriculture. We've got citrus, we've got vineyards, we've got rice, which is not grown in many places in Australia. Cotton even lots of nuts and then all of your sweet and cereal and such a strong community as well. We're, we're right on the Murrumbidgee River and everything pretty much revolves around that, whether it be agriculture or social life. Everyone goes skiing in summer and it's a really lovely town. You're not one to muck around because you became involved with the Leeton Show Society. Tell us about some of the roles that you perform. So when I first moved to Leeton, uh, within about a couple of months, actually six months, I think it was, um, the Leeton Show AGM was coming up and I attended and I got voted in as, as an ordinary member. And, yeah, I just started helping out. I um, really enjoyed committees. The people that were on the committee were really passionate about what they did as well and they really liked having their show. And I did the second year in being involved in the Leeton Show Society. Um, I actually had the president stand down and I stood up and it was pretty daunting being only 22 <laughs> years old. didn't think I was experienced or old enough to do it, but I've been a president for two years now and um, I'm absolutely loving it. I love being able to improve my show and support my committee and support my community and I really like, yeah, I just really like being able to be such a big part and to push myself to actually get there was, was yeah, I'm, I'm glad I did it. 
It should come to no surprise for any of us then that at the beginning of 2017, you were at the Sydney Royal as one of eight Rural Achiever finalists across New South Wales. Can you give us an understanding of the Rural Achiever competition and what you took away from being part of it? Yeah, so I was very lucky to be um, accepted as a, a Rural Achiever finalist for, the, for New South Wales. It was my third year applying and I was very surprised that I finally, finally got there, but Obviously, persistence pays off. So the Rural Achiever Program is it's a bunch of young, driven people involved in regional New South Wales, involved in their shows, and they're there to try and make a difference. Whether that be small or big, they're there to make a difference and promote their community, their regional part of New South Wales, and have a say in rural issues with a lot of important people. So I was there at the Sydney show for one week, and I met a lot of different people from RAS to councillors and presidents and ASC presidents and politicians and governors. It was it was really great to meet all those people and to have them listen to you and your opinion on rural affairs. It was it was really interesting and I gained a lot out of it. So what differentiates the showgirl competition from the rural achiever program? Really there's probably no real difference in what the showgirls stand for and what the rural achievers stand for. I think probably the only difference is obviously males can be <laughs> entered into the rural achiever program, which is really great and I love the fact that it allows that and it allows that diversity. But overall, other than pretty much how we how we dress, the, the showgirls wear skirts to the Sydney show and the rural achievers can wear pants. <laughs> That's pretty much the only difference between the two because they both have the exact same goals and everything and want to do the exact same thing. In October, you entered and won the Leeton Showgirl competition. Why go back to Showgirl and enter it again? So my main aim in entering the Showgirl competition is because I want to get young people involved in a show society or even just in their community in general. So with the Rural Achiever, I could do that. I could use it as a platform. But I feel I can still enter into the showgirl and it's my last year to enter it. So I thought, why not use it as another platform to try and share my opinions and try and get, speak out about my community and try and hopefully I'm the person that's passionate and I inspire someone else just as I have to be involved in their show society. So, yeah, it's all about trying to use showgirl as a platform and gain a lot of new friends as well and see what they're passionate about, see if we can help each other out because that's, yeah, that's all, all I'm really up for it. So. There are quite a few young women who compete in Showgirl and then try a Rural Achiever. What prompted you to go the other way and do you think it has made a difference? So I never really saw myself as Showgirl quality, I suppose, until I realised and was convinced by people what I already knew. It's not, the Showgirl competition isn't about looks. And being a lady, it is about being passionate young woman in your community and, and representing that. And once I finally realised that, I thought, why not, why not be a showgirl? So. What do you hope to achieve as the Leeton showgirl? So I hope that I can get more people involved in my own show society. Um, I am struggling to get people involved in the show study at the moment. And I'm trying to start off some projects that would get young people interested and 
even trying to improve my show to get it's a very family run show, but I want to get singles back to be interested in the show. So if I can do that being a showgirl, using that platform, hopefully more people will listen to me. I can not only represent young people but women as well. Show them that you can be involved in your show society no matter what age, no matter what gender. And yeah, so the projects actually that I'm trying to start up is the the main one is probably um, I'm trying to fund, I suppose, seek sponsorship to make up a Young Farmers Challenge trailer. So the trailer will be used um, just in the shows in my in my zone. So there's 22 shows that it, I will be able to send the trailer around to. And a lot of them are quite small and don't have the knowledge for young people to, to actually run the Young Farmers Challenge. So I'm hoping that the trailer will have all of the necessary items and instructions to run a Young Farmers Challenge because it's only for people aged 18 to 35 and that's a lot of the people that really struggle to get to shows. So if that's one way I can do it, then that's one way I'm going to start. How have you been preparing for the Zone 7 final in Hay for next February? Oh, I don't know whether I've been preparing. Um, Work's been pretty busy lately, so I've been working pretty hard. Um, Other than that, the only thing I could probably do is just keep my ear to the ground on rural affairs in the state, just in my region, and just so I know I, I need to keep in touch with my community. And if I can do that, then I can represent them better so that's the main thing I'm probably trying to do there to get ready for zone so what is your dream for the Leeton show and the show movement as a whole well I suppose just to have a show again that really encompasses agriculture that that's what I really want a lot of shows now sort of falling back on just entertainment when really local agricultural shows are built on agriculture and I want to make sure my show has its full capacity of agriculture because that's what my town Leeton is built on. So if I can do that and make it a sustainable show in ways of financially as well as getting young people involved so it actually can continue over the years and that, that would be absolutely my dream for the Leeton show. And lastly... You live by the motto, you can only take out what you put in. Elaborate. So if I live by that because if I expect to get a lot out of something, then I need to put a lot of effort into doing something. So if I want my dream of a legend show to come true, then I'm going to have to put a lot of effort into it. And I need my community obviously behind me as well, and they are, and I need a bigger community. That would be pretty handy, but... <laughs> Yeah, I'm all about, I've got to put in a lot of work and if I want something out of it, then I'm going to do it. If it's worth it, I'll do it. Well, Liz, thank you very much for joining us on Behind the Sash and all the best with revolutionising the Leeton Show. (laughs) Thank you very much, Liz.